Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. So last week I asked the question of if we should be concerned or worried about the Bulls going forward since they can't seem to beat these elite teams. And it's looking like the answer is yes because they've lost five in a row. And they're getting some guys back. That's going to be good. But is that going to fix everything? I still don't think it is. So as we think about that, I want to start talking about the NBA draft because March Madness is here. The conference tournaments are going on this weekend. The tournament starts next week. You're going to see some really high-profile draft prospects on the court. And I cover college sports full-time. So I want to take you through some intriguing NBA draft prospects on this week's episode of Believe in Bulls, presented by BetOnline.ag. Here on the Believe Network, I'm your host, Nick Schultz. It is awesome to be back with you. I spent the weekend in St. Louis watching my Loyola Ramblers win the Missouri Valley Tournament for the last time. They're moving to the Atlantic 10 next year. Congratulations to Drew Valentine, whose brother Denzel played for the Bulls. My guy Lucas Williamson had a great tournament. He was the most outstanding player. It was a great weekend. And now we're getting closer to the madness. The round of 64 starts next week. You've got the first four in Dayton before that. Selection Sunday on Sunday. So, from an NBA perspective, if you're an NBA fan and you don't watch much college basketball you're probably going to be looking for some prospects for your team. Well, since this is a Bulls podcast, I'm going to talk about, A, just who the number one picks could be because I want to talk about the NBA as a whole. But I have four names for you to watch in terms of where the Bulls might fall in this year's draft. Before we get to that, I have to tell you about our amazing sponsor, betonline.ag. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops in the professional world and the NBA You've got the playoff race starting to heat up, but in college, it's getting interesting. It's conference tournament week this week, 
and the madness starts next week as all 64 teams square off for a chance at a national championship at large bids are on the line this week it's gonna be a crazy crazy tournament bet online has all the latest odds totals player performance props and you can even bet on where the next fired coach is going to land bet online's the number one spot for all your sports betting needs Head over to the website or use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. It's not just basketball. BetOnline's your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. It's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. So we've seen some mock drafts already this year, even before conference tournaments take place, even before we know what the true draft order is going to be in this year's NBA draft. That just gives you an idea of what names could be available where. I really don't buy much stock into those at this point. I don't do that until after the season is over, which will be, I believe, the first week of April is the national championship. That's usually how it lines up, last week of March, first week of April, but Even though those don't really mean anything now, they give us some names to monitor. And there was a mock draft from ESPN two weeks ago now. It's a little outdated. Things have changed quite a bit since then. But it kind of gives you a ballpark of where the teams are going to end up in the draft field. I mean, to give you an idea, that was two weeks ago. The Bulls were the number 24 pick. Tankathon has the Bulls as the number 21 pick right now. That's not a big change, but it could be just given the nature of this draft. And with the tournament coming up and with what I do full-time during the week, I'm a national news desk writer over at On3. I watch a lot of college basketball from the Big Ten to the ACC on down to Missouri Valley and the Ohio Valley. I watch a lot of college basketball. And the three names that are kind of in the mix for the number one pick are Paolo Boncaro at Duke, Chet Holmgren at Gonzaga, and Jabari Smith at Auburn. They're very different players, and I know the Bulls aren't even in thinking about the number one pick. They're not going to get it. That's not going to happen. They're not tanking. They're not going to be in the lottery, but just the casual NBA fan, you're going to be wanting to know who the number one pick is. These are the three guys who are kind of in the mix for that. I want to start with Paolo, who is my number one pick, and I mean, I'm not an expert in mock drafts. I don't do mock drafts. I really try to stay away from that, but if it comes down to it, I think Paolo Boncaro is the best player in this draft. He's playing at Duke right now. He's a freshman. He is a huge piece of what the Blue Devils do on offense. And looking at his stats even, you know, this year kind of got off to a rocky start for him, like away from the court. But since the season started, 17 points a game, 7.7 rebounds per game. He's shooting 46% from the floor. He's averaging a steal per game and a block per game as well. He can shoot the three too. I mean, he's averaged about 32% from downtown, which isn't bad when you're six foot ten. But the thing that I like about him is he can kind of get it done on both ends as well. You know, I watched the way Duke runs the offense through Paolo Boncaro. And yes, they lost North Carolina last week in Mike Krzyzewski's last home game, which congratulations to Coach K on his impending retirement. But I still, I like Paolo Boncaro's game. And I think if a team is looking for size in this year's draft, I mean, he's 6'10". Again, he can stretch the floor. That's a really interesting piece for me. He's my number one pick, but I could also see Jabari Smith coming into the mix as well. See, Jabari Smith is a really, really good jump shooter. He plays at Auburn. He's kind of burst onto the scene this year 
for the Tigers, I mean, they've been the surprise story in college basketball, it seems like, besides maybe Arizona. 17 points a game, 6.9 boards per contest, 44.2% from the field. He is also a 6'10 guard. He is more of a jump shooter than Boncaro is, and Bruce Pearl has called him the best jump shooter he's ever seen. And looking at his stats as well, he shoots 43.6% from three. So if it comes down to it, I think Jabari Smith might end up being the number one pick just because of the way his game is going to translate to the NBA. 44% from the floor, 43.6% from three, as I said. And the fact that he's just a pure jump shooter and the success he's had with Auburn this year, getting them to where they are, they're going to be probably number one seed in the NCAA tournament this year. They got to play in the SEC tournament this week. That's going to be a grind. I think he might end up being the number one pick, but if it's me, I think I'm taking Boncaro just because of what else he brings. Yes, he can score, but I, when you watch him play, I use the eye test. Duke runs the offense through him, and it works really well. So if a team wants to do that in the NBA, I think Paolo Boncaro is their guy. The other name is Chet Holmgren, who is such a unicorn. He is one of the most, one of if not the most interesting player I've ever seen in college basketball because this kid is seven feet tall. He averages 14 points a game, 9.6 rebounds per game. He shoots 61% from the floor and 41.2% from three. He gets down the court. He makes plays that a guy his size shouldn't make. My big thing with Chet Holmgren and the reason why I don't think he'll be the number one pick, but he's going to go early in the draft. He is such a unique skill set. He has that ability. He can shoot from mid-range. He can get down low because he's so big. He's got to put on some weight, though. He is so scrawny. I worry about that in the NBA. So I wouldn't take Chet Holmgren number one, but if, let me run a sim here on Tankathon, if New Orleans gets the number one pick, I don't know what direction they could go. Right now in this simulation, I've got New Orleans number one, Detroit number two, and Orlando number three. I don't know what direction any of those teams are going to go because, again, I haven't really thought much about this. But those are the three names that are kind of the consensus to watch for the top pick in the NBA draft. But the question is, who's going to be there for the Bulls? The Bulls are not going to be in the lottery. It's not going to happen, okay? They're pretty much locked in to not getting a lottery pick because Portland is kind of throwing in the towel in a way. So the Bulls will have somewhere in the 20s if things stay as they are right now, even though they've lost five in a row. That's not helping their draft stock, but the draft isn't such a big deal given the nature of the Bulls roster. So who's going to be down there at 20 and why would you take them? Four names that I have picked out from watching games this year. ESPN predicted the Bulls would take Trevor Keels from Duke at number 24. Again, that was two weeks ago, but Trevor Keels is an interesting player. Walker Kessler is an insane shot blocker, and he would bring some much-needed size. He would probably be the best pick out of these names that I have listed, and I'll tell you why. Kennedy Chandler, if you want a guard, he's kind of played a lot of two-guard for Tennessee. He's not going to play a point guard. Rick Barnes has ruled that out, so he's kind of become a two-guard. He's come into his own lately as well with that position change. And then Mark Williams at Duke was all ACC, so you got two Dukies on here, but there's a reason for that. I start with Trevor Keels because he's the one that ESPN listed in its mock draft a couple weeks back. Let me look at the stats here for you. Trevor Keels, 12.3 points a game, 3.9 boards, 42.1% from the field. He's a guard. Thing is, I don't know if the Bulls need another guard. 
And I know you've got to re-sign Zach in the offseason, and I, I think they're going to, but this is not another Zach Levine. I think Trevor Keels would be an interesting project pick, but if it's me and if I'm Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley, and I'm looking at this saying, do we want a guy who can contribute on the roster now, or do we want a project? If you want a project, you take a guard and maybe bring them through the G League or have them be back of the rotation and then maybe turn them into one of your go-to guys. Or you get a guy like Walker Kessler, who's an elite defender for Auburn. I mean, the shots that he's able to block, I mean, watching him play basketball, I mean, he's seven foot one, shoots 62% from the floor, and averages four and a half blocks a game. That is insane. 8.2 boards a game as well. Can't overlook that. So the numbers are there. And if you watch Auburn basketball, and you're going to see this in the tournament as well, you see just how important he is as a help defender. Because again, he comes out of nowhere to make these blocks. And I really think if the Bulls want someone who can make an impact right away, we keep talking about how small this team is. Yes, they went and got Tristan Thompson this year. He's only there through the end of the year as far as I know. Yes, they've got Nikola Vucevic. Tony Bradley's not the answer. I think Walker Kessler can come in and he can be a contributor on offense, and he can be the rim protector that they need on that second unit. I don't want him to start. This is the thing that's really weird about this draft. I'm not looking for a player that's going to make immediate impact on the Bulls in the starting lineup. I'm looking for a player that can come off the bench and prove to be a key role player and play those important minutes. And I think Walker Kessler can do just that because the Bulls need size. They need that extra rim protector. That's exactly what he can do. Four and a half blocks a game, people, in the SEC. Think of the competition that he's going up against, which includes Kennedy Chandler at Tennessee. And Kennedy Chandler is an interesting situation over at Tennessee with the Volunteers playing for Rick Barnes. He reclassified, and he's shooting 13, or excuse me, He's averaging 13.7 points a game, shooting 45.6% from the floor. He's had kind of an up-and-down season, though. There was a while there where he couldn't seem to really get anything going, but lately he's turned on the Jets a little bit, including dropping 23 on Missouri, and he had 13 points when Tennessee beat Auburn last week, or I guess two weeks ago now. So he's kind of been that facilitator in a way as well, 4.6 assists per game. But Rick Barnes has said he's not going to be the number one point guard. He's not going to play the true point. He can be a good catch-and-shoot guard, and I'm very curious to see what other NBA teams think of his skill set, especially after the way he entered college basketball this year. And again, if you're not familiar, he reclassified, which means he went from the class of 2022 to the class of 2021. He wasn't there for summer workouts, came in and was easing into the college game, he seemed to have found a really good role for Rick Barnes' group over at Tennessee. Finally, Mark Williams at Duke. I say again, all ACC player this year, he's one of those glue guys. I feel like he is an important player for the Blue Devils this year. And he's 7 feet tall, 11 points a game, 71.5% from the floor, also averages 7.2 rebounds per game. And he's had some huge games as of late. Duke beat Syracuse 97 to 72 a couple weeks ago. He had 28 points, 12 rebounds. So if he can have that size advantage, I think he'd be an important player for the Bulls. So I think of these names, I think Walker Kessler 
and Mark Williams need to be the names that Bulls fans watch because they're going to be late in the first round. They don't have a lottery pick. They're going to be late in the first round. That's okay. That's how that, that's how that works. I mean, that's the, the nature of success is you're not looking for the Paolo Boncaros, the Chet Holmgrens, the Jabari Smiths. You're looking for the Mark Williamses, the Walker Kesslers. And I don't even know if some of these guys are going to declare. I would guess they will. That's the other question that comes after the tournament is who's going to declare from this late first round mock draft class. Briefly before we wrap up, we got some injury updates today and they're important. So that's why I want to share this with you before we wrap up this week's show. Alex Caruso has been fully cleared for contact and will practice. It sounds like it could be as early as Friday. That's according to Casey Johnson over at NBC Sports Chicago, citing Billy Donovan. Patrick Williams has been cleared for minimal contact as well. That's good news. That means Alex Caruso could return as early as next week. That's according to KC Johnson. That's big. That's really important for this Bulls team because as KC notes, the Bulls are 11-10 and 10 since Caruso's injury. That's the good news. And that includes Patrick Williams starting minimal contact. That's, he's still easing his way back. There's going to be some time before that. I've got some bad news. Lonzo Ball, remember, had that surgery to, with a torn meniscus. He is behind Alex Caruso and Patrick Williams for their return dates. So according to Billy Donovan, this is again from Casey Johnson, Lonzo Ball is running because of Patrick and Alex having wrist issues. They've been able to run, ride the bike. Lonzo has to get built up sprinting, cutting, lateral movement. That's where he has to improve, unquote. So feasibly, you could see Caruso and Williams back before Ball. And that's equally important because the Bulls have lost 13 games since Ball tore that meniscus in his knee on January 25th. But again, the good news is Alex Caruso will be back soon. They need him. It's not going to cure all the defensive issues, but I really think that's going to help on offense and defense. I think the Bulls need him more than we think, but it's not going to solve everything. We're going to talk more about that next week. But good news on the horizon. Hopefully we're talking about the return of AC on next week's show. That's a wrap for this week's episode of Believe in Bulls presented by betonline.ag. Thank you again for listening and enjoy conference tournament weekend, people. If you want to watch some NBA draft prospects, Big Ten tournament starts this weekend. That's my personal favorite high major tournament. You've also got the ACC tournament and the SEC tournament, which will feature some of these names that I mentioned here on this week's podcast. Please subscribe as well, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. I will talk with you here next week for another episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network. Have an awesome week, everybody. I'll see you next Wednesday. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.